0: are back with another episode, episode of your already accepted A Community Rewatch. Rewatch.
1: Woo! Well, actually, oh, it's David. it's more like an episode and a like three quarters of an episode. Yeah, you know, it's screw episode 22. Yeah. <laughs> so today we're going to be looking at um, contemporary American poultry and let me scroll down a little bit. The Art of Discourse, which is season one, episodes 21 ooh, and 22. Um, so right up front, y'all. We all hated episode 22, so today's going to look a little bit different. We're definitely going to go through um, American Poultry. Um, that was a great episode. And then we're just going to sort of um, crucify the next episode because that's what it deserves. Anyway, so uh, Contemporary American Poultry um, is sort of a, a, um, a parody of you know American crime mafia syndicate shows or movies that you might have seen. Um, it's all hinging around the um, Greendale cafeteria and the Chicken Fingers that are really popular with um, the students there. Um, the the study group is tired of having their chicken fingers always um withheld from them because Starburns works there and is hiding them. So they put Abed in charge of the of the fry, the deep fryer. So that way he can sort of smuggle chicken fingers out. And so they sort of build a a poultry empire, if you will. Um, and they sort of um see this this conflict emerge between Jeff and Abed because Abed is the one with the power. Jeff is used to being the one with the power. So um, yes, he does the little hand silencing things and he knows that his power's gone but um so we're seeing we're seeing that with the episode and then just yeah
0: kind of goes from there so one quick thing about the hand like power thing i love it when he gets it back and he like rubs his hand like extra like like, it feels feels so good like 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 like, when like frodo gets the ring back at the very end he's like
2: yes like (laughs) i like when thor gets the uh like i'm still worthy yeah Yeah. exactly
1: (laughs) so before before we move on have you seen the meme it's the okay it's michael scott and um Ed Shruck Shaking Hands, that's that meme. Okay, yeah. And it's um Aragorn being crowned the king of Middle Earth, and then Frodo, who is definitely going to keep the ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like we, you all you all like gloss oh over that where it's like at the very end of the movie, Frodo's like, No. Yeah. You're like, no. <laughs> you were the chosen one yeah. you were supposed to destroy the, the ring not join it you know, yeah like yeah but people kind of forget about that because there's like 30 minutes left in the movie at that point Anyway, exactly, but, you yeah, yeah. you're gonna have their five other yeah. endings and yeah <laughs> like i guess sail off in the distance mm-hmm. yeah
0: <laughs> i can't i can't carry it for you but, but I, can't I can't carry, carry you.
1: you sean ass and respect uh, I mean, rest in peace bob i know <laughs> rudy yeah anyway jonathan jonathan
0: what do you have for a plus scenes for contemporary american poultry i love the line from abed so this episode starts off like all them in the study room as always usually and (laughs) britta goes into this sad boring story about her (laughs) dead cat and like they're like holding on (laughs) and like trying to be polite and then alba's just like pick (laughs) her (laughs) on and then Troy like leaps across the table (laughs) well the thing i loved about this and like i you, you guys can probably relate to this it reminds me of uh, back in college where like it's like a friend of a uh, friends of ours are, like going like bowling or volleyball and like you're talking to a guy at a party <laughs> who's like you're just talking to them because, like, you're just trying to be polite, yeah. and it's like you just see, like, you yeah, like, everybody, everybody's <laughs> leaving. You're like, yeah. no, they're gonna forget about me like, by the time I'm ca- there. Like, I kind ca- of ca- need a ride. Like, I, don't, like, don't want to walk it. Like, yeah. so it's like <laughs> yeah, bro, all... bro, I gotta poop. Sorry, I gotta. Yeah. Go,
1: uh... <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> on, you, you like... just gotta be like, hey, it was so good talking to you, man. I'll see you. Are you going to volleyball? I'll see yeah. you there. Right? And then, like, don't even ask them exactly, if they're yeah. going. <laughs> yeah, or like in high school, I think of two Like, um, usually, like, underclassmen will go to study hall first, and then upperclassmen go to lunch. So it's like you're a sophomore in study hall. And like you hear all the lockers banging because the juniors and seniors are coming back mm-hmm. and all the other study halls are walking past you're like all right guys shut up so the teacher can say that we can
0: go yeah. all right guys all that's, the food's gonna, yeah. I'm gonna be last
1: in line right so, <laughs> I don't, yeah i get that too
0: and then pierce like during the whole uh, setup montage uh, <laughs> i just felt like he took on the energy of donald trump like really well like that's why that the hell of that chicken yeah exactly he's like <laughs> which in, in my head i'm like I feel like if it was like a little more pierce. It would have like done something racial, where it's like, you know, what I mean, it's like, uh, I don't know if you got to employ him, but like, <laughs> <it's> like <laughs> he was the only,
1: the only, the only non-white employee I had above the top ten floors of yeah, Trump Tower, right?
0: Exactly. And so I just loved that, like, just short little bit. Abed feeding dreadlocks the chicken. I just loved <laughs> that it. And he's that like do it too. Yeah, that, exactly. that
1: whole montage. I love that was like the iciest Abed thing ever. Was sending messages to mm-hmm. all of the the group. Like, he, like, kills Annie's backpack and releases Annie's boobs. The monkey. Yeah. He releases the monkey. (laughs) And then uh, puts gum in British hair. He cuts the AV cords from the TV. Like, it'd be funny if he just unplugged it because Pierce wouldn't know how to do it anyway. But he, like, like, sabotages it.
0: So, yeah. Like, it goes back to something you said a few episodes back, which is, like, Abbott's never, like, mean. Like, I don't feel like he's, like, I don't feel like he's a bully. He's, like, truly actually just trying to, like. Send a men- send like send a very yeah. clear message of yeah. like you're doing too much and so, Right, because he wouldn't he wouldn't have fed dreadlocks out of like uh, to make Shirley sad. Like exactly, it was just like, hey, yeah.
1: I'm in control here. Yeah, right. I'm. This is the horse in your bed, like the mm-hmm. horse head in your bed, like yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, she, yeah. He did mention to you. He said uh, Shirley, who is that? Oh, <laughs> like, okay. Um, and then Annie's voicemail to Abed, <laughs> which when, when she's <laughs> oh my like, gosh, what did you do to him? He's not picking up. Yeah, and, and she was like, okay, so like this kind of long, but like can we make, like. Uh, signature jackets for like our crew, like I don't know. <laughs> like, it's just, like the energy of like I don't know. I just got an idea. Like, <laughs> should we order it round of money for the table? Should we do it? I yeah, think we're going exactly. To. It's
1: the
2: same. Game. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. What do you guys got? <laughs>
2: well, uh, streets ahead. I mean, <laughs> this intro is one of the best introductions for any episode in this series because we get streets ahead, which is an iconic line. It was mm-hmm. so iconic that it was my. College graduation cap. Yeah, uh, was put that quote on my college grad- nice. graduation cap? Yes, and nobody got it.
1: <laughs> Our grandparents were like, "What does that mean? Is that is that slang?
2: Yeah, if you have to ask, your treats behind. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> is that what? Is
1: that what, the, is that what the urban youth are using these days? Yeah.
2: <laughs> but I mean, you get that. You get Britta's telling her story, and she's talking about her cat, <laughs> and then everybody leaves to get the chicken, and it just sets <laughs> up the whole episode. But I kind of forgot the treats ahead was in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like it was just a nice like this is already a good episode. And You then think like tears- it would be
1: an episode of like you know. The Louise, the Louise, Guzman episode where it's like, it doesn't, doesn't belong in there, but it's yeah. a really good episode and it has a great quote. Yeah. yeah it's a
2: nice kind of like cold open, but it yeah. also ties into the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a Abed line. It's during that montage they're like they're first introducing, like th- this is where Pierce did the roles and Abed says something about Pierce's experience as a CEO taught him how to keep the wheels from squeaking. And it's supposed to be kind of like as a joke, I think of just like Pierce, this is what Pierce is good at. He's was a CEO, so he can keep people happy. When I thought about that line, it kind of mm. is like a little dark. Just in the, the fact, moist
1: towel industry is a
0: rotten business. Let me yeah. tell you.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, who is he quieting? Like, yeah. And what did he do? Cause Saudis. <laughs> like, obviously, in, in Greendale, he's just, he's giving chicken tenders to the dean. But like, it, I don't know. I mean, unfortunately, I'm sure that's how it actually works in real life is like, yeah, whistleblowers <laughs> get silenced. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, if you guys thought anything about that or I,
1: I didn't think anything about it, but it makes sense of like, you kinda of for you kind of forget in this first season that he is the, the tycoon of a moist towel industry. And I think they leaned more into that in the last few yeah. seasons, later, later seasons. um did not I d I didn't I didn't think about that. But that is A honestly, little dark. Not yeah. really
2: dark, but it's just kind of like a Huh. Yeah. It, 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 it sounds like a throwaway line, but if you think about yeah. it. Like, there's gotta be some truth. Something there, in there somewhere. It
1: reminds me, like Pierce is kind of like Creed Bratton, where it's like, Oh, I don't want to think about the stuff that he's done. Yeah. Like it's 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 played for laughs.
2: Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. I'm okay
1: with it, but you're like, Oh, like in real life, like that'd be Awful, like yeah.
2: you know, you're a little scared of him, maybe. And if you actually knew what he'd done, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it
1: reminds me of uh <laughs> the episode where he like becomes, you know, Hawthorne Weiss becomes like a sponsor for the gay community. He's like, they cost ten times more, but they're gayer, so yeah. it works out. And like that's that's literally what corporations do in Pride Month. Like, I and not just like so, like me who notices. Like everybody notices that. Like you pretend to care for 30 days so that way you get more money and then you're just like, oh, back to, back to normal.
0: And like, I was, you guys might have like seen this over social media, but like the, so it was like BMW, um, like Colgate, like just like four giant, ginormous companies, but like they're overseas or like they're are completely stuff different in like, in like the Middle East are like they're just regular logos. Yep. Like it's like <laughs> over here in the West, it's like pride logos. Yeah. Like yeah. Colors. Well, that's like, um,
1: you think of like Marvel movies or Harry Potter movies and it's like anytime that there's like a black character, or there's like a gay like connection, like they make it stand alone so that way they can cut it out for the Chinese market. Cause like <laughs> Chinese movies hate they hate that stuff. Yeah. Um, but to your point about Pierce being a CEO who does rotten stuff, it, I wonder if his dad was more the person who would do that. And he because like I think of the commercial that he's in, like it's not even him playing his dad's son, like he's just on the side. Like, I don't think that Pierce really knew. A lot about being a CEO, like he just sort of like pretended that he knew. that Does that make sense? Yeah, like yeah. he kind
2: of just what his dad did. He kind of watched yeah. and tried to figure it out from there. Like just kind of, yeah, sort of yeah. like the
1: spoiled younger child yeah. who inherited stuff, mm-hmm. and that's kind of why he has those glory days that he revisits. Just, while his dad was running the company, he was doing all this stuff, had sex with her, the kid, all that, you know, dry hunting in the back <laughs> of her tour bus or whatever. <laughs> um, but no, I really like this this episode. I mean. Obviously, we all like the episode, um, but the first line of the episode is a Troy line. It's just so funny because he's like, "I think I'm failing my psychopharmacology pharma- class. I thought it was a class about crazy farm animals, yeah. okay?" I'm like, F- "It was a class about crazy, crazy farm animals, animals okay?" <laughs> and just uh, yeah, I I I was like typing notes out for the episode, and then like he said, there's I was like, "No, no, no, pause the episode. I got <laughs> I, I got to write that down. Write that down. Write that down." Um, <laughs> and there's a there's a line um, from Pierce. Whenever he and Troy, or, uh, he and Jeff are going, no, I guess it's he and Troy. who are going through the lunch line and he's like, there are no chicken fingers. You, you, the least you could do is apologize. What are you mute? And the lunch lady like gives him a card and he's like reading through it. And he's like, well, throat surgery might humanize you. It doesn't make this acceptable. And He like yeah. gestures to the, the empty plate. And it's like, I love the fact that he just like reads it. He, like any, any other show would like, I am a, he would read it out loud. Yeah. I yeah. like how you can just guess from what it says. Based on his response, like that doesn't make it okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you're mentioning at the start of like at the start of the conversation that Abed has some of those like socially unaware quotes where he's like, or I guess Jonathan, you were saying that where like, um, oh, surely the dreadlocks guy was mentioning you the other day, and yeah. Abed was like, who is that? He yeah. does that, and then he also makes a quote about, um, you know, the guy having dreadlocks like the Terminator, but surely he doesn't deserve to be, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever that is. And Brett is like, I, I ask myself, what would everybody listening to me think if I said it? And Abed's like, the fact that you compulsively filter yourself makes your lack of flavor sort of a flavor. Yeah, I'm
0: <laughs> like, dang, Abed, go on! because <laughs> like. <laughs> I remember she's down already, <laughs> She's down. Stop! Stop! She's already dead. Don't kick her in the head, dang. <laughs> let, her, let her get up. Let her right. <laughs> fight
1: back, brother! Fight back! Fight, fight back! <laughs> it, it just reminds me of like something that our grandma used to always say. Like I always ask myself, is it true? Is it kind? Is it necessary? And it was always that exact inflection too. She'd like, she'd like sway back and forth. She'd have one finger out. <laughs> is it true? <laughs> is it kind? And is it necessary? And I just think about that because it's like everybody would always be like, "Oh, I got to make sure I don't offend somebody with like something that's you know insensitive." And I was just like, "It's true." Like the dreadlocks guy asked about you, but it was because he didn't know who you were, right? <laughs> so I was just like, "Yeah, Ab- Abed has BSD energy in this episode." Yeah. Like, let's be honest here. <laughs> um, and then uh, I I just really like how in this episode the whole like utility of power isn't drugs or like you know. Booze, it's chicken fingers. Mm-hmm. Like if it was a prohibition era TV show, they'd be like, "Oh, we're we're bootleggers or like you know narco's." Like drugs and crime shows are really popular nowadays. Like there's the snowfall TV show Snowfall. Yeah. um There's I think there's just one called narcos. Mm-hmm. It yeah, isn't, narcos. Isn't Ozark about like yeah, drug running, drugs. laundering money, laundering money? Okay, yeah. well. and drugs, yeah. Dr- drugs and money, right? And it's like I it's it's refreshing to see something that's like this is as like ridiculous as chicken fingers because like, like who doesn't like the staple of chicken fingers in a cafeteria, right? Like mm-hmm. you always have the option of like, you know, here's like baked ZD or here's like, you know, <laughs> really bad lasagna or yeah. there's chicken fingers. You're like, that I don't potatoes. like either of those
2: things, but chicken fingers,
1: you know, old reliable. Old
0: reliable. Yeah. Every restaurant has chicken tenders. Even Mexican reason. restaurants. Exactly. Chicken, yes. right? And they're <laughs> right. always good. Right. Exactly. Um, Which is like, That's a, a little thing about the episode. I'm like, do people actually get tired of chicken fingers? I don't think I do I, I never do. I was like I, eh. like, I
2: think that's what makes this ep- you were talking about. Like th- that's what makes this episode brilliant is that they could have done anything, but everybody likes chicken fingers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can relate to it in a way like, oh yeah, this I could see this being like an actual currency. Yeah. You know? I you think
1: know? I think of like high school cafeterias and like what's the currency that people would have. It was you know? gum in high
2: school. Gum. Oh, I guess. <laughs> <Right. Or> Like, <laughs> like free
1: snacks or like anything like that. Yeah. But like, yeah, obviously we didn't have like a whole like smuggling business. On the side but i feel like yeah it could it, it happen um it can happen you never know uh i loved jeff's quote he's like oh and by the way i don't have an ego my facebook profile is a landscape yeah and i <laughs> i feel so like targeted because whenever i was like 14 i went through a phase where my facebook profile was a landscape because it's like i want to be the kid who's mysterious and like sort of like you know wisdom you know wise and intellectual yeah and let me tell you guys i have so <laughs> many facebook posts that come of like seven years ago to get, seven years ago today you like wrote this i'm like delete it delete it every single time because yeah. there's just these like you know the, the whole like fake deep of like all of us go through life but none of us are truly alive you know like just yeah. stupid stuff like that um but i just love like the really specific thing that jeff uses like my, my facebook profile is a landscape i don't have an ego like i don't know i, I really like that um and this was something I'll, I'll tie it in later on with the the fun facts about the, the episode but i love that pierce's entourage he like requested a guy named travis yeah like <laughs> i want it like there's no there's no setup for that i don't think is there like, no, just nope. like you ask for somebody named travis read his license travis is my middle name but i go by travis yeah. you go by the door Yeah, now you
0: go by the door <laughs> <laughs> that was actually like one of the things that made Tr- pierce like lead the class for me in this episode because i was like those like little moments i enjoyed his um I guess his quip, his yeah. like uh I don't know. His timing is really, really good. Yeah. yeah. And I loved my, my favorite line in this from Pierce is when um gosh, I forgot what Jeff says exactly, but Jeff I think Jeff goes, say streets ahead and die. And and <laughs> yeah, you're, streets ahead. Yeah. He yeah. pauses for a second and goes, Streets ahead. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Jeff. I just loved like I don't just like he yeah, he owned like that <laughs> that, that moment. But he,
1: but even like um there's a there's a moment at the start of the episode where they're all like yelling over each other. I think it's just like before the chicken rung. And everyone's like chicken chicken chicken. And then Pierce is like streets ahead. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: awesome. Uh,
1: Who do you have for leading class, Ethan?
2: I, I have Abed. I mean, this is like <laughs> we we talked about this before. Like, there's a theory that like maybe the show is like from his perspective and like mm-hmm. Abed. Like this episode literally is from his perspective because he's narrating it. Yeah, and this is one of the first times in the show that we get like the TV, like it's this is TV like, a, this is like a parody of, yeah. of something, which is some of the best episodes of community are the parody ones. Like this is one of the first ones we get one of the great episodes of the show. And I mean, this is, he's narrating this. It's, it's about him really the payoff at the end. It's about him and, and he's trying to connect to people. Hey Remy. It's <laughs> Christian's cat. Um, but I just love that we kind of get almost like a villain side of Abed. He's not really being evil, but like he kind of is like the antagonist of this episode because like, he, if he
1: really tried, he could take you over the school. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Let's be honest.
2: Uh, it's Jeff versus Abed really in this episode. And not that again, not, Abed's not bad, but for the purpose of this episode, he mm-hmm. is the Don. Jeff is just like the outcast. Yeah. And so, and, but the way that he, I mean, the way Danny Pudi plays it, he's, I think he just does a great job with his, like the, the, um, when they're, when they close the door, and there's like that good, the Godfather reference. and yeah. like the kissing his hand at the table. Yep. And like, there's another Godfather reference there. And, um, I mean, there's something about Abed that he's obviously, you know, he's not evil. Yeah. I think he's just, he's just like doing his thing. He's just chilling, like enjoying it. But it's so like mysterious and kind of like dark and brooding when you look at him. Yeah. Like He's quiet, but he's dangerous. Mm-hmm.
1: It's kind of like the episode where the girls use him as like a Terminator. And he's yeah. like, he just makes yeah. comments about people all the time. Like, Yeah jeff doesn't defeat abed if we're like if you're looking at it from like a conflict like if this was a mafia movie like yeah abed is the crime boss and jeff is the you know the the
0: fbi or whatever. the
1: fbi or like the son that was like downcast or whatever yeah, so yeah, like yeah. in the movie that's the equivalent of abed like either stepping down as the drug lord or like just like going off in the distance he like self-implodes
2: you know? his own business right. basically. like yeah.
1: have you ever seen the movie road to perdition it has tom hanks no, and Law and not uh yet. paul hudson is that the guy who played or no uh paul newman the guy who played the Hudson Hornet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's got them in it. And so Tom Hanks is like a, uh, an enforcer in like the 1920s or 30s, whenever the prohibition is. And so quick, quick plot of of the movie, Tom Hanks works for Paul Newman or whatever his name. Is Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, and then decides to step away. Like he doesn't want to be part of the business anymore. So Daniel Craig is Paul Newman's son. Daniel Craig goes and kills Tom Hanks's wife and son. And so that's like the road to perdition is that Tom Hanks is too late. It's too late for him to be a good person, but he can have a better life for his oldest son. And Mm so there's a scene and it's honestly a really cool scene. If you ever get a chance to watch it, um, where Tom Hanks goes and it's like all, like it's a really heavy rainfall. And so that's all you hear for a while is like the heavy rain and like, you see guys falling all around Paul Newman. And then like, you see like the flash of the gun, um, and Paul Newman turns around and is like, oh, I'm glad it was you. And then Tom Hanks just shoots him, you know? That's great. Um, so, it's a, yeah, it's a really cool scene. Um, but, like, that would be the equivalent in this episode of, like, Abed is Paul Newman, Jeff is Tom Hanks. Like, Tom Hanks would lose in that scenario. Or, like, you'd have to ask Tom, Paul Newman to step down. Mm-hmm. And that's what's just so, like, again, intimidating about this episode. And I, I agree. That's who I had. Abed was the leading the class of, like, he's the, he is the epitome of, uh, why are you booing me? I'm right. Because like (laughs) (laughs) he doesn't have he doesn't have to worry about like his image in other people's eyes like he just he knows what other people want and that's how he uh that's how he goes about it it's and I I uh I'm gonna move into my extra credit now because that's kind of what I was going for with that um but he even says like it makes sense to me now like chicken is power people like chicken like kind of stuff like that um I don't need movies to to be relevant like the same language yeah, yeah like if you notice his acting in that episode that scene like he talks slower and he makes eye contact with jeff it's like it's kind of like in my dinner with abed where you're like you're like man this is really weird because danny pewdie is being himself he's not being abed he's talking slower and like for that split second you're like oh that makes sense like abed is starting to figure it out like Mm -hmm. because he has a very like computational analytical brain um but if you look whenever jeff goes and visits him in like that side room and he has like that list of like, oh, here's the study group. Here's what they like and they need. Like, there's that, did you did you pause that and like look through I did, it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, lo- I love some of the stuff that like Pierce wants. Again, he wants a guy named Travis in his group. That's what he needs. But also like one of the things that he likes was Shirley. Did you see that? No. I noticed that. Yeah. He likes Shirley. Like, yeah. He's like, Shirley, sure, like, that's, I mean, that's that's more of like a, you know, there's not really anything to back that up. Like, I wish that there was something to back that up. But um, I like Abed likes birds and banjo music. Those are two mm-hmm. things that he, <laughs> he likes. Um, Jeff needs a law degree, which I thought was really funny. Like it was just, a, oh yeah, well obviously he does. Britta likes to think that she is helping was another one.
2: Annie likes pills was my favorite. <laughs> <for me. laughs> really? Yeah. Oh. It says pills. It's kind of hard to read, but I, I gotcha. think that's what it says is pills. Yeah.
1: Um. And so that may, that got me thinking Um. because again, you know, I like to do like hypotheticals. Like what if in this episode, what if Abed was so powerful that he was able to get Jeff a law degree? Ooh. What, like his, I, I know that like a community college can't give you that. But like, just like, what if, like, what if, yeah. what if he was so powerful that he was like, Hey Jeff, I've got something for you. And that's like supposed to like keep Jeff quiet.
0: Dang. Um,
1: and so, cause, cause that would make an interesting conflict because Jeff would be like, okay, what are my priorities here? Is it because that I came to college to get my law degree or is it that I want to address this like ego, you know, like, again, like I'm not in control and I want to seize control back from Abed? because then he'd have to be like, no, I don't want your stupid law degree. I want to take you down.
0: Yeah. So like, that would
1: have been a really interesting
0: inclusion in that. the episode. Um, yeah, it could be like a law school, like, I don't know, the other side of town. Right. And so it's like, they're on the chicken, they're on the chicken hook too. Yeah. And, and so, so it's I was like, like
1: I'm going to give you guys yeah. as much chicken as you
0: want uh-huh. to get this degree. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that, that would be so cool, I think. Um, but another little extra credit thing. Um, <laughs> I don't remember what the setup for it was, but Troy was like, not that I'm Catholic, but if, if it was cool to eat God, I'd be a chicken finger.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: and... I think it's really funny because like we're not none of us are Catholic either, but like in Catholicism, like communion transubstantiation says that whenever you take communion, like you're literally eating the body and blood of Christ, like it becomes Christ's body whenever you eat it. So like that's kind of a funny. I don't know. I don't know if that's what he was going for, but it sounds a lot like communion is a chicken finger. Like if I could eat God, like it'd be chicken finger. Yeah. (laughs) Like I don't know. That was just a funny little like inclusion thing. If you're not if you're not Catholic and you don't know about transubstantiation, like that joke just kind of goes over your head but like
0: i've done my research mm-hmm. so it's pretty it's pretty funny it's an interesting thing like with Dan Harmon i feel like he maybe could because we're like all three like christians and like just i don't know that's obviously a big part of our lives yeah. and like we're you know it feels like he maybe knows of. more about it well it's just that like i feel like in rick and morty and in this like there's just a bunch of like references to like,
1: come on, Morty. I'm not a talking beaver who believes yeah. in Jesus Christ, <laughs>
0: but yeah, it's kind of a <laughs> like, You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like there's a bunch of like little references mm-hmm. and like little connections. See
1: stuff. Morty, I know it feels, it feels hopeless and dark, but if you, you, what is it? Your darkest moment, you can always count on your Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he uh, has never seen it. So he doesn't know anything we're talking about, but, yeah. but take
0: our word for it. I don't know. It's, it, it's just an interesting thing. I've, i i Again, probably because of just our background that yeah. like, I picked up from. It's kind of like, like growing writing. up.
1: You're like, man, I really hope Post Malone becomes a Christian because he can make some really good Jesus music. Yeah. Like I really hope Dan Harmon becomes a Christian because you know, he, yeah, I like I like his TV shows. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, was oh, oh, like, what do you guys got? Anything else? Do you know who um Hal Holbrook is? Did you look it up? Ethan? Hal Holbrook. I've heard that no, name. I didn't. Um,
1: yeah, because I- they because um Jeff is like, oh. He went from being a Johnny five to an evil Hal. No, not Hal Halbrick Because Pierce is about to be like, Oh, who, Oh, Hal Halbrick.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's a actor. I mean, I don't like an old one. Uh, I mean, he's a, he was an actor a long time ago. Yeah. Um, he died in last year. Actually. I, I don't really recognize him from the pictures, but that doesn't mean. Um,
1: but he, he obviously he means Hal from, uh, earth 2000. Is that, is that space um, odyssey? 2001. Space yeah odyssey? yeah 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 space, yeah. space, odyssey, space odyssey i'm sorry dave yeah i can't do that <laughs> but uh <laughs> ethan did you have anything anything else for extra credit
2: yeah i mean uh the, i mentioned this earlier and um this is obviously a, a parody of of mafia movies tv shows Goodfellows, sopranos um i don't think there's any sopranos references but the good yeah. godfather good it's just a sure. it's definitely a parody of that genre um so there's there's a some references, um, even some like direct filmography references. Like I mentioned, The Door Closing on Abed and the Group and Keeping Jeff Out. That's a reference to uh, the end of the first Godfather movie. Uh, the Door Closes on, uh, I can't remember the girl's name, the wife. Uh, Connie. Uh, I, I can't remember. <laughs> I think it's Kay, maybe. Lonnie. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys, the newspaper headline, did you read that? Whenever They take the picture up. Yeah. Of, yeah but it says Stargate. Headline in reference to Watergate, not the 1994 sci-fi uh. thing. <laughs> Nice little Easter egg. I mean, it's not really an Easter egg because it's right there. Right. If you
1: pop, it's just it's kind easy, of fun. Like, oh, yeah. yeah.
2: But, yeah, it, it's <laughs> a I don't know,
0: nice little uh, extra credit thing there. You got anything, Jonathan? Um, no, I don't think so. Not that I really want to say at this point. Uh, I guess, like, on to, like, final, my, my kind of my final thoughts here. Uh, I guess a little nitpick is, like, so, obviously, Starburns is the one that tells Jeff about the vow that they don't make anymore. Yeah. But it's kind of interesting because I feel like Starburns is a pretty selfish character mm-hmm. for the most part. And, like, he doesn't get his job back at the end. So, like, there's not really, like, there's not really an angle for him to, like, help. Like, why like, didn't he do it already? Like, yeah. Why didn't he just go and take the valve out? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. it's like. Oh, uh, that was just kind of like a, a yeah. little little thing and
1: obviously he was he, he was just the um plot device for jeff to do it right yeah, that's yeah, obviously exactly. what it was but you're right like it's kind of weird that he wants to help jeff maybe because he's just so angry at abed and like oh now you're one of us how does yeah. it feel mm-hmm. like he's a, the, the enemy of my enemy is my friend you know sort of thing exactly yeah, yeah I, I noticed that too
0: but overall i think yeah super strong episode uh just got one plot straight through which like it's a good enough plot that like it feeds the whole thing like he doesn't need to like have a b plot into this um i'd probably say eight out of ten episode closer to a nine than a seven for sure but yeah just a classic episode community uh very very rewatchable for sure yeah
2: what do you guys got i'd probably go nine out of ten This mm-hmm. i mean this is a, a definitely top ten episode for the whole show for me um it might be it might be top five. I, I don't know. I need to make my list sometime. A
1: non Russo Brothers top five episode.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. I mean it um it's the parody episodes are obviously like I said some of the best of the show and community could really, really lean on the parodies a lot. And and they do a lot of parody episodes. But they, when they do it, they do it well. It, this
1: isn't family guy. We don't have to do that.
2: Right. I mean they, they, they do the parodies so well that they're that's why they're so memorable. And I mean again this is just like a great stretch of, of community episodes and that's what makes the show so great is something so normal. Like going to come to
1: an end, but the stretch of good episodes is going to come to an end. Actually.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> After this one. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's just, there's such an exaggeration of like chicken tenders at a, a community college mm-hmm. and turning it into a mafia movie. Um, brilliant. Dana Harmon, you know, nobody else would have
0: thought of that probably. And I love like the concept too within that of just like, I feel like that was like a thing with like even back to elementary, high school, middle school, like where it's like, there's like one or maybe two like really good like f- like uh, lunch items, and then mm-hmm. everything else is just kind of like eh, like yeah. oh it's passable, but like because I, I, I think um, like at my middle school it was like the pizza, yeah. Everything else was like fine, but yeah. like I, I like just, the square cut pizzas. Well, we like well, my at I my mean, middle school was the first time I had like an actual tri- triangular pizza oh. at school, so I was like, When the big leagues <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> now, boys. the boys are back in town. Boys are back in town." So. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I just I love the, like the relatability of like, oh, gosh, if this is out, then yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I um so, so this might be a little controversial. I don't think it is, but it, it, some people could see this. I'm going to give this episode the perfect score of a Raising Cane's, especially compared to uh, high school cafeteria chicken tenders. Mm-hmm. I can remember our high school had the like they were like pear shaped or like teardrop shaped chicken tenders, and they were like crumbs breading they weren't they weren't like crispy fried batter tenders yeah. by any means it was like the ones that you bake in the oven and you have to like vacuum clean the, the, <laughs> the, the, the pan. you know what i'm talking about like they're, they're just so yeah. dry like they're not <laughs> crunchy they're not good um or maybe the ones that, they're also the ones that you get them and they're frozen so whenever you cook them the little ice chunks melt and they make it soggy. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate those so much. You need like, to air this, fry
2: your chicken tenders, man. Yeah, you know, have an air fryer, man.
1: I, I'm not I'm not bougie like you guys, but mm-hmm. I give this episode a raising canes out of school cafeteria chicken tenders. It's that good of an episode. I would even go so far as to say raising canes with an extra piece of Texas toast rather than mm. coleslaw.
0: Amen. Yes. Amen. It's it's really slas slas. On there.
1: I'm not a, a slaw guy in general, you
0: know? So, have <laughs> you guys seen the memes on like social media about like me? It's like, it'll be like me going to hell. Uh, the day I die, and like me, me finding the guy who like made coleslaw, (laughs) and it's like one gorilla throwing another gorilla (laughs) into a wall or something like that. I was like, accurate. (laughs) Like,
1: (laughs) I it kind of reminds me. There's one. It's like uh, it's it's a Family Guy cutaway gag, and it's like Brian Griffin pees on the guy who made Hoover vacuums. Uh, It's like you know Don Don Hoover, yeah. And then Peter Griffin is peeing on the guy who's like Dan Vegetable. It's like like, (laughs) the guy who invented vegetables. Yeah, Yeah, it kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So. Um, unfortunately, we now go into the art of discourse Boo. season one, episode two. You suck. I'm gonna I'm gonna go into a brief synopsis, but I'm gonna have to do it like you run out of breath before you ever send so, <laughs> so, so that way this uh, episode doesn't even deserve my attention. Amen. Um so Jeff and Britta have a have a fight with a couple of high schoolers who are getting dual credit. Um the whole joke is just that they're immature high schoolers and that
0: Slip slap.
1: Um it's just so bad <laughs> uh, and then the other plot is just as bad too it's uh pierce and shell uh shirley, shirley. shelley Shirley are fighting <laughs> shelley. Um, they both want to leave the group because pierce is racist and uh the whole episode is yeah pierce and shirley trying to work their things out so they can be back in the study group um so can i just go through my whole thoughts of the episode and we could just do one yeah each? Go for i it. mean so <laughs> The best part of the episode was the end scene with Troy and Ovid. Like that's mm-hmm. that's really sad. Um, it was the whole like, what's your porno name? It's the name of your elementary school and then your favorite soft drink. So I would be, <laughs> I'd be New York Baja Blast if, if I was a porn porn <laughs> actor. And then the scene the scene ends with bass music, and then the guy with the delivery jar, did anybody order its pizza? So yeah, extra sausage. And then Leonard is on the corner. He's like, oh, that was mine. He's playing the bass. Does Troy and Ovid hear the bass music? Like I don't know. There's just the timing of that. Like the whole like, like what caused that? Like what was the prompt that started that conversation? Cause it doesn't really connect with the rest of the episode. Nope. Um, I guess that was, if I have to give that for the synopsis, like what Troy and Abed do in the episode is they have to like fulfill all of the cliche college movie tropes, which yeah, is, yeah. which is admittedly kind of funny. Like I, I did like that, but there just wasn't enough of that in the episode. It was definitely the C, the C plot. Um, I really, I, I mean, I did like Abed's college experience list of like, he smashes Pierce's guitar and like, that 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 was played so so genuine he's like what the hell he just like starts it doesn't break so he's like smashing it even harder yeah and he hands it back and he's like sorry i had to to (laughs) do it um or getting pants with checkered underwear
0: you know that that's it's good Um, once he pants somebody i texted uh our friend nick and i was like (laughs) honestly we should have pants some people in college it's like once (laughs) once or twice a year like
1: best friends fight before a climactic thing cliche like he like makes that to get troy to do the Boobatron 4000 that was (laughs) that was pretty funny um um, so I, I did say, I thought I would love the class. Nobody loved the class in this episode because it mm-hmm. was just not good. The humor, the humor didn't sit right. It was frustrating. The pace, like the interactions with Shirley and Pierce, they weren't counterproductive because there were like probably three. It was Pierce pants of Shirley, which makes her mad. Pierce tries to go apologize and messes, messes up with another black woman. Like that's Pierce. And then. They're in the library, and he like they kind of have a heart to heart, so like it wasn't like you know Pierce tries three or four times and apologizes, and then every single time it messes up, like that would have been unbearable, like I would have yeah. just stopped watching the episode, but like so I do have to give credit for that um and i do think I do appreciate what Pierce says about Shirley he's like you know like you're a, you're a single mother of two, like I respect you more than anybody in the study group respects you or respects you know anybody respects somebody else, yeah. And so i appreciate that but it's almost like the opposite of what we've seen in the last three episodes that we've talked about which was very much show don't tell mm-hmm. like it's very much like oh shirley and annie like develop as security guards in the last you know podcast episode that we talked about um or like abed like is in control like he has power as the chicken boss but here's just like okay pierce says this about shirley but he doesn't show that through any of the other yeah. episodes right like <clears> it said <throat> it said oh pierce like shirley on the on the wall for Abed's chicken fingers so like it doesn't feel well deserved that he says that he respects her, yep. you know? Um, Cause I think that's kind of the whole thing is they all start running through all of the faults that Pierce has. He's like, you call me that black woman. And you know, <laughs> well you, you call the other two girls, the flat button, the one that Obin wants to nail. Yeah. Or uh, <laughs> your crafty little um, shoe brain. Like yeah, you... no one takes a compliment. Yeah. And that didn't feel good either. Cause like, there's no, like he doesn't redeem himself because of that. Mm-hmm. Like ever. And like, Again, if it was if this was another sitcom, he'd be like, "You know what, guys, you're right. Like, I have I have been stuck in my ways, and I am a like it'd be like a very like left leaning, politically correct TV yeah. show. So he's like, and we need to be care- be careful of COVID night. He'd just like look at yeah. the guy and <laughs> say, like, wash your hands and social distance and wear your face masks, kind Wait, of like KN ninety five, like the Parks and Rec uh, oh, reunion God. show that don't they had. Even.
0: Don't even, don't even. <laughs> we had
1: to follow the CDC's guidelines. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. So, <laughs> so that's what Ron would say, of course. Yeah, yeah that's exactly Ron.
1: what Ron would say, but um. I I did like at the end of the episode um, too that there's like the little like college food fight like it's kind of a college parody, college yeah. Movie parody, and one of the things is like Britta Perry, a proud owner of a used iPod Nano 2014. And <laughs> like whenever Pierce dies, that's what he gives Britta. Is yeah, a used iPod iPod Nano. Like that's so there's a there's a fun little little bit for that. And then uh, Kelly, the annoying high school girl, um, became a sociology professor last year. In the episode, I don't yeah. I don't know what the actress yeah, yeah. did. But it's in 2021 and it was like, oh, that that's already coming on. This this episode's so old that 2021 was in the future. You know, so that was kind of fun that they they had that there. But I give this episode Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just give it a heavy sigh. That's that's that's, that's my
0: rating. I like it. Um yeah, this episode blows for the most part. It's such a frustrating episode blows to watch. It and, and, and like we talked about this before, we started this pod, but like those high school I mean. Again, it's it's good in the sense of it gains it garners a reaction from us that like like oh we want to punch these people, but like it's such just it's such a frustrating situation, like because I mean like they can't like go to the dean and like complain like what's the dean gonna do like the dean's not gonna cut cut off that program with the high school like it's just and it's just like the I don't know because like I mean we see like Jeff is usually able to like quip and like speak his way out of it and like I feel like in a regular like if this was like actual high schoolers like yeah he, he could like say something or mm-hmm. do something that like because i thought the plan that they had to bang his mom
1: would bang mark's mom oh, like that yeah, was, that was pretty dynamite. good yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just the episode the but- <laughs> dynamite yeah but the episode like they just didn't let that happen yeah. like yeah I mean, okay so let me say this excuse me maybe dan Harmon is just such a genius a a cinematic genius that his 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 humor and his storytelling is just beyond me, or maybe this episode just really blows. Like yeah. it, it could be one or the other. And if yeah. and if I'm if if I if it's the first one, then I I I submit.
0: Just yeah. take it away, Dan. But this episode just really yeah yeah it's and it's just it's a very like it, I will say like you said there are some interesting ideas that are proposed. I did like the concept of oh Pierce actually like Pierce doesn't punch down because like. With Shirley, it's not like she, he, it's like he actually respects her more than anybody else in the group. And so, because of that, he like feels it's safe to pants her. Like, so, and that, the concept of like, oh, like, I'm not punching down. Like, I see you as my, as my as equal. My equal so, right? And so, it was like, okay, that's kind of an interesting concept. He, he should have it. still said, like, okay, what I did was wrong.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, cause he, he still stands by that. He's like, I'm not going to apologize for panting you. Yeah. Maybe you should have. Exactly. But yeah. I, the,
0: the avenue that they went down was acceptable. Yeah um i'm trying to think and then like yeah like the the side the c plot of abed and troy doing like the college things it got me thinking of like my own college experience where like i think my college experience was true to myself because like i'm not a very like go party, i'm not a very fun person right. honestly like i'm pretty boring like i'm pretty i'd rather talk about like funny things than At like two in the morning do, than like do yeah. funny like i mean like let's like, go do something yeah oh <laughs> uh, shout, yeah shout out to caleb but uh <laughs> Uh, but yeah so like i, I thought i was like okay that's kind of fun and like kind of got me kind of reminiscing if you will but again that was like what two and a half minutes three minutes of the episode of the mm-hmm. entire episode so yeah like not enough time um and yeah just a very frustrating um episode to watch not very funny the food fight at the end was all, like kind of fun i was kind of wanted to be <laughs> in a food fight um but again, I, would, like, I would
1: just think about all of the cleanup afterwards.
0: Yeah, like if if it, if someone's cleaning up, I'm I'm fine with it. But uh, yeah, what what you got, Ethan? Um, I mean,
2: I can't express my hatred for this episode <laughs> enough. I mean, you can, but it's gonna be hard. It's, I mean, <laughs> I'd have to go back. I'd have to go look, and maybe as we watch rewatch the the show, this this may be my least favorite episode of the whole show. It's it's up there. Um, and probably most people would agree with that. It's just there's not really a line that makes me laugh or anything that makes me laugh I mean even the Troy and, and Abed plot like it's okay but it's just I don't it didn't make me laugh mm-hmm. it's more just like oh here's some like nice
1: <laughs> some not awkward humor yeah it's like, like non cringy yeah.
2: humor like here's kind of a nice little leave from the other two plots that you know it's okay but just it didn't make me laugh um at all it <sighs> the only character that or the only characters that I feel like you don't Disclose? hate in this episode is Annie. And that's cause she's not in the episode, but like she's early in there. I mean, I guess Troy and I, you don't hate them, but like we don't see Annie at all. So like, yeah. I mean, I guess she's like the only character that I don't know. It just, this episode after the like last three or four that we've watched that have been really, really good. Um, <laughs> like you can't be like, you can't bat a hundred, yeah. like a thousand percent, you know, or yeah. you can't bat a thousand in baseball. So like, <laughs> you got to have, you know, you got to strike out at some point. And this is like a huge width, you yeah. know, for the show,
1: <laughs> but it, and I, again, I'm going to, I want to go back to the point of like, maybe Dan Harmon thought that having the cringy humor, like, I, I'm just, I'm just trying to get in the headspace. Cause like this feels like an episode of new girl, mm. or an episode of call me cat. Again, <laughs> I don't like call me cat or I'm not a huge fan of new girl. Like it doesn't feel like humor from a community episode. Like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to have still shots of Gillian Jacobs and, Joel McHale of going into his, into a camera. And I know like, (laughs) and and, uh, brilliant, brilliant. (laughs) Keep going, Gillian. (laughs) It's gold. It's (laughs) (laughs) like, you have to think that that was an intentional decision. Mm. Like he knew that it was stupid. Maybe he just thought that people would laugh at the like how ridiculous it was. And they just didn't. Yeah. But like, you have to give your audience something to hold on to. Right. Like just and and storytelling in general, like I think of like movies like um like The Road with uh, um Viggo Mortensen and uh, I can't think of what his son's name, but basically it's like the whole movie is just about like nihilism and like there's no hope because it's like the whole thing is post-apocalypse or whatever, and the whole thing is like we're gonna have to get. The, we have to go down this road, and at the end is something that's like to look forward to. And then they get to the end, and Viggo Mortensen dies.
0: No, like, I know, right? Which uh, spoiler, spoiler alert! Yeah. you weren't gonna watch the movie, didn't? You? I've seen it. Oh, uh, like I, for people who haven't seen it, huge spoiler alert. <laughs> no. well, well, the funny thing about Viggo Mortensen too was like I didn't realize like until like I was like in high school that he was go. in he uh, was uh, Aragorn. Yeah, right. Uh, in like Lord of the Rings, so I was like, oh, that's like arguably some of the biggest movies ever <laughs> and, like, everything a, else was like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, filmography is like, yeah, like kind of indie smaller, like <laughs> yeah. kind of cuter, like kind of yeah. more thoughtful stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so, but with this episode again, like if I never have to watch this episode again, fine. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I watched this episode once to write it down. At like some of the other episodes I've watched like two or three times to get the experience. Like I, I didn't want to finish this episode because there's like, you get to the end. And so what happens to the three students? One of them becomes a, a sociology professor at Yale or Harvard. One of them becomes a Michigan Supreme Court Justice. And then the ringleader, Mark, is like, his whereabouts are unknown. His medical license was revoked. And I'm like, that's not enough. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to nail this kid to the wall. Like, once he's a, once he's legal, yeah, nail him to the wall. And they're like, Sigh. you know, and Shirley and, and Pierce never wed. Like, that was yeah. kind of funny, admittedly. And then P- P- uh, Troy and Ovid will be back in uh, College Life 2, the pan- raid. The Penny raid. T- yeah. <laughs> and oh gosh it's just yeah so much of this is not satisfying mm. like pearson surely getting along does but i feel like in future episodes like they don't address like they don't come back to this yeah it's still like pierce does something like sexist or racist or misogynist towards shirley and she's like uncomfortable like i don't feel like it changed anything rather than at least we don't have two episodes where they're not part of the group. And it's like a here's a three parter episode where in each episode a small plot takes place, but Pierce and Shirley aren't part of it for some reason because in the last episode they weren't in the group. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like nothing comes out of this.
2: Yeah. Pierce just this is basically, I think, the start of Pierce's downfall for the show. Yeah. Because we've had some really I mean, I feel like I've mentioned him as my top of the class for like yeah, quite a few of the episodes yeah. we've had season one and he's been okay. Yeah. There's been some hard moments, but for the most part, you're laughing like at him and now it's just like, he's just so unbearable. Like you're still supposed to laugh at him being so clueless. Look, he he mm-hmm. sat
1: down next to the wrong black lady. Like, Oh, it's so
2: funny. It's yeah, just, yeah. it's so cringy and hard to watch. <laughs> and he's just so unlikable that. And it,
1: there, and there is no like come to Jesus moment, like for right. lack of a better term, like, Again, I don't. I don't expect him to like. We get the camera and be like, "All right, guys, wash your hands for twenty seconds, and yeah. sixty apart." But you, you it's want and
0: neutered, spayed, okay. neutered pets, right?
1: But like, I think any character who's a who's a protagonist in a series, like, you want to see them grow for the better. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think Pierce ever really does. Besides those like weird sage advice moments that happen honestly in this episode not very much after this like he really yeah. just becomes the
0: worst like in Dungeons and Dragons like he's just the worst he doesn't have a redemptive moment mm-hmm. like yeah. which is another interesting thing that like I've seen a lot that like oh Dungeons and Dragons is the best episode but I'm like I feel like it's a very frustrating episode to watch for most of it where it's like I can see why in terms of like tension and like uh, you know kind of like fighting through that but I'm like I have like just if, ha- if more than half of it is very frustrating to watch then like how is this the best that ep- I don't yeah. know that's just me.
1: I think more people just, they like Dungeons and Dragons than, more than they care to admit. Oh, you know? uh, yeah. There
2: are some funny moments from that episode, too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not like the episode, I mean, the, I don't think it drags it down. I get what you're saying, though. Like, the Pierce plot does end that episode, uh, which we'll get there. Yeah. I don't, which, how are we going to watch that one? Because it's not on Netflix. Amazon Prime? Yeah, they they took that episode off because it's of the Chang Dark, a dark elf. elf.
0: Blackface, yeah. Yeah. Is that. that on Prime?
1: Yeah. Okay. It was as of like a month ago. <laughs>
0: Uh buy the dvd <laughs> just that one yeah Pirate, so, Pirate Bay. so There, uh, I'll, no, I'll just uh side note i was i was doing a 30 rock watch through um probably like probably like last year and like there are like three episodes where they did blackface i was yeah. like dang <laughs> so okay. side note where's the 30 rock rewatch
2: are we gonna do that next because that would be a pretty good that would rewatch be pretty podcast fun. it was a, it or was a, uh,
1: fun, or yeah. first time watch through for me
0: um oh, Okay, it's it's pretty fun. You'd it's, like it, and it's pretty quick too. Like, yeah, in terms of like it's just it's and- on.
1: I don't. It's on Hulu. I don't. I don't have ad free Hulu, uh, so yeah. I get really tired of watching.
2: It's on Netflix too now. How oh, is it? It was. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: No, I just Hulu. If you're listening to this, get some different ads because I'm tired of seeing the same Old Navy <laughs> and Progressive ads <laughs> for like two minute long ad breaks. Yeah. And there's four of them in a twenty minute episode, so it's like this is not worth it. But do you have any other thoughts?
2: So I think we need to send this episode off, you know, put the nails in the coffin and send it out to see you float. Agreed. Shoot it in the head. Agreed. Yeah, finish it off. Take take it behind the shed. Shoot (laughs) it in the head. Yeah. I think we need to flame this episode. Send it off.
1: Man, Uh, this episode was so bad, it doesn't even belong in season four your community.
2: (laughs) Ooh,
0: ooh, ooh, ooh,
1: This episode is so bad, its favorite movie is Thomas and the Magic Railroad. (laughs) This episode uh, is so bad that the zookeeper at the Cincinnati Zoo shot it instead of Harambe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Harambe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this episode is so bad that Fox picked it up for a third season.
0: No. Oh, oh. call me Cat. Oh. <laughs> Get that it, out of here. Maybe it.
1: it's only season two. I don't know. <laughs>